When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The second test, of course, starts later on this afternoon. You'll hear every single ball with our cricket commentary team live right here on SEN across the network. I want to get an idea of the pitch and the conditions. David Sandersky is the curator at the Gabba and he's given us some time. Dave, thanks for your time this morning and I understand you'd be, you'd be busy, so I won't keep you too long. Um, welcome, mate. How are you feeling heading into this one? Thanks for having me. No, no, we're feeling pretty good. Um, Weather forecast for the first two days is pretty good, so that makes life a lot easier. So we're pretty happy where we're at at the moment. You guys, I've, I've, I'll tell you who's really good at weather forecasting. People who are in the aviation industry and curators because you're on top of it the whole way. Where do you go? Do you go to the bomb? Have you got your own stuff? Do you have computers running the whole time or gut feel or a mix of all? Yeah, pretty much a mix of all, but yeah, mainly rely on mainly rely on bombs. So, like, the main thing is we probably read that forecast probably three times a day, and we check the radar probably you know a dozen times a day. So, we're out there looking at it day in day out. So that's probably why we have a better idea than most. Mate, how much does that forecast come into play as to how you prepare the pitch? Do do you go on a, a day cycle or a five day cycle, assuming the test is going to last that long? Um, yeah, we rely on that forecast like no tomorrow. So that determines when we start a pitch, you know, how far out from the game. So, you know, it takes anywhere from, say, seven to ten days to make a pitch. So, mm. you know, you, you sort of work out from the forecast, you know, what time you're going to start that and whether you're going to put water back into it or not or when you stop watering it. So we do rely heavily on it. And if they get it majorly wrong, it does cause us a bit of dramas. I've only seen one photo this morning, mate, an early morning shot of the pitch itself. It looks nice and green. How would you describe it? Um, I'm not sure what shot you saw this morning, but um, no, there's, there's, still a t- there's still a tinge of green in it, but every day it's sort of getting wider and wider as the pitch does, like they start off green. So, you know, as I said, over that seven sort of to ten days, you cut and roll each day and it just slowly knocks the colour out of it. So looking at it now, it looks pretty good to me. Okay, good. All right. Well, I must have seen a photo from, from yesterday or something. So it's starting to do that. Hey, what's the natural enemy of a curator? A natural enemy, probably weather. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like, I mean, I know old Kev used to say to me, you control the weather, don't let the weather control you. So, like, we'll cover a wicket, you know, so that's seven, ten days out. So we sort of have more control over the weather rather than being the lap of egg or... Yeah. Okay. So it's it's the conditions that come from above. I was thinking, like, your army worms or anything like that. But you guys you guys run a very tight ship. Is there any difference, Dave, when you're, when you're looking at preparing a, a pitch for a a day-night test match than a regular day test? Um, yeah, it is a little bit trickier. Uh, that pink ball, especially up here, like it's sort of wet season in Brisbane now, so yeah. humidity is through the roof. So that can tend to help the ball swing at night. So it is something that we do consider. But, yeah, compared to the red ball, it can stay hard. The, sort of, the majority of those ADOs where the pink ball, if it's a bit rough, from over 20 onwards, if it gets roughed up too much, it can go a bit dead. And your job, of course, doesn't end when play starts, does it? I mean, you, you continue to go and you've got your ground staff there and you're ready to rumble and, 
and take um, take action as needed. And then, of course, the preparation for the next day. But when you hand over the pitch, right, when, when you get to the start of play today and you go back beyond the boundary ropes and, and you're sitting back, what's the feel like then? Do you feel nervous? Do you feel like you're handing over your baby to someone else to scuff it up and do all that kind of stuff to it? Or is, is that just part and parcel of your job? Oh, I think that's just part and parcel of the job. You know, we love watching the game. Like, test matches is, like, our ultimate for the year for our greenkeeper. Like, it's at the pinnacle. So, yeah. you know, we love getting back and watching. But, yeah, we definitely get nervous. And I sort of watch nearly every single ball and, <laughs> yeah, ride it pretty hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, just finally, mate, so the weather today, you reckon you'll be clear of rain today, if not maybe tomorrow as well? Yeah, that's what it looks like at the moment. So, today's uh, mostly sunny 32. Yeah, it's not playing the sky at the moment, so it looks yeah. beautiful. So, Hopefully, it's there, get two really good days into it, and then hopefully, got a bit more idea what the cyclone's doing and whether we get any whip off that. Yeah, because that's still hovering around. Good on you, Dave. Thanks so much for your time. I, I really do appreciate it. Great to get an insight, and I know obviously it's busy. You've got a lot of preparation to do, so have a good one. Not a problem. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. David Sandersky there, the curator at the Gabba with his team. Wish them all the very best. Interesting insights, isn't it? I mean, you can pick their brains all day. And I would like to spend more time, but I'm cognizant of the fact that he's got a test match to prepare for. Um, last year, of course, there was plenty of criticism on that Gabba pitch against South Africa. Two days, 34 wickets were lost for just 504 runs, and the ICC stepped in. So that photo, Tommy, that we looked at this morning um, must have been from... Somebody who took it yesterday? Because it did, it, it looked very green, but David's saying it there and he's right in front of it, but it's now starting to brown up a bit. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm looking at photos from yesterday and it was very, very green. Okay. And, yeah, very, very green. Maybe he's just kind of, I don't know, maybe he has widened up a bit. Maybe he's a bit cognizant of everything that happened last year as well. Or was it 504 runs and 34 wickets were lost? Yeah. And the ICC caught it at a below average pitch? It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Mate, the first test match. The first test lasted two and a half days anyway. Yeah. And I don't know how much that had to do with the pitch. Yeah, I know. But, like, so, you know, last yeah. time at the Gabba, last year at the Gabba, it lasted That's a right. day and a half. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, our thanks to David and his staff up there. Some news around Jared Hayne that's been reported on the News Limited websites this morning. The story by Adelaide Lang. Disgraced former star... Jared Hayne will return to court later this year to appeal his conviction for raping a woman in her home on grand final night more than five years ago now. He was found guilty of sexually assaulting the woman at her Newcastle home following that high-profile trial in the district court last year, sentenced to four years and nine months behind bars. But he will be eligible for parole in May next year due to time already served in custody. Haynes' legal representative appeared in the Court of Criminal Appeal today to set a date for the appeal to be heard. She told the court that Hayne is appealing his conviction based on evidence that arose during the trial. Registrar George Galana set the appeal hearing for April the 3rd. The court heard that Hayne will be present in the courtroom for the appeal hearing, which is expected to take four hours. The appeal marks Haynes' second bid to quash his rape conviction in the court of criminal appeal. So there you go. An appeal hearing date set by uh, April the 3rd will be that date. And something around about a four-hour um, block has been put aside for that one. So that's the latest on the Jared Hayne 
legal position. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. 16 minutes after 11 for my New South Wales listeners. 16 after 10 in Queensland.